Welcome back, everybody, to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast, part of the Off the Wall Network. This is episode 227, dedicated to a man who, on October 19th, 1966, made his NHL regular season debut with the Boston Bruins, Mr. Bobby Orr. And as always, thank you for listening and downloading another episode of the podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by Mr. Garrett Grandy, as him and I have a fun time going through numerous storylines that will be very intriguing at the beginning of this year's NBA season. NBA basketball, it's fantastic, and it begins tonight. Two games tonight on TNT, and I cannot wait. My excitement level for the NBA season is higher than normal to simply see how teams like the Los Angeles Lakers, the LA Clippers, the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, and so many more teams throughout the National Basketball Association play during this year's NBA season. Tonight, the Nets and the Bucks tip things off at 7.30 on TNT. And then in the nightcap, the Warriors of Golden State play the Los Angeles Lakers also on TNT. That is a 10 p.m. tip-off time for that game. Garrett Grandy is back. He will be here throughout the rest of the NBA season, the rest of the NFL season, and a little college basketball as well. Him and I have a fun time going around the NBA today, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. And joining us now, here on the Jay Stevens Podcast, it is my good friend, Mr. Garrett Grandy. The NBA season is about to start. I'm excited to have Garrett on the show to talk about just that. Garrett Grandy, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm looking forward to the season. Always an exciting time. We've got a lot going on right now. Playoffs uh, and, and MLB playoffs. Basketball season getting going. Hockey getting going. And football in full swing. College football in full swing. There's a lot going on, but I'm looking forward to the NBA season. There is a lot going on. And behind you, those of you that are, are listening, you can't see <laughs> Garrett's background. We're recording this right now via Zoom. He has la- a picture of Larry Bird after winning a three-point contest. Larry Bird's wearing his warm-up, his hair, his smile, holding up the trophy. Larry Legend is right behind Garrett. I know he's excited for his Celtics season, for the, some changes that they have made. But I love the background, Garrett, the creativity, the uniqueness, and you always repping one of your, one of your favorite teams. Oh, absolutely. I love you. Got to love Larry Bird. And we, we were talking about it beforehand that, you know, it'd be nice to see someone like him in today's game. Uh, you know, there's there's a few people, you know, that I would transplant from the past to now. And he's one of them. Yeah, you know, just to see what he would do and how, you know, how he would impact today's game and how players today would respond to that cockiness, that arrogance because everybody says Larry Bird is up there is one of the best trash talkers you know of all time and so I'd love to see him getting some some trash talking into LeBron and to to others Kevin Durant you know these, these some of these guys that kind of little prima donnas Larry Bird probably getting their head pretty good so <laughs> Garrett let's start right there once again let's stick there because you mentioned some guys you want to transplant from back then to today who are five players quickly that you would want to take from back in the day and put them right in today's NBA to see how they impact what goes on on a nightly basis. So are you talking, you're talking like seventies, eighties, give me a time period. Seventies and eighties. Let's go seventies, eighties and nineties. Let's go all three decades there 
and have some fun with it. 70s, 80s, and 90s. Okay, so we got to do Larry Bird. Okay. That's uh, one. You only, you, only, my... you only get five. I'll get, that's one. Man, uh, I'd like to see uh, maybe a maybe a Michael Jordan because okay. 90s. Got to put Michael Jordan in there. Uh, Magic Johnson. Okay. Kareem. That's four. Oh, let me see here. Trying to think of somebody maybe a little bit less uh, known. Oh, let's see here. Oh, let's put Shaq. Shaq is a nine. Okay, he's thousands, but he's nineties too. Okay. So we'll say Shaq. I like to see Shaq go against up, up against some of these big men. You know, so Shaquille O'Neal up up against um, Joel Embiid and Nik- Nikola Jokic. Uh, let's go yeah. with my five. Let's go with my five. Um, one Isaiah Isaiah Thomas. I have to see. I how almost Z- said. I almost said him. Isaiah Thomas. Um, number two. Whew, it's just tough. I'm getting put on the spot. Number two, Hakeem Olajuwon. I do believe he could he could play in both eras the same way that he played. Yeah. Number three, um, this one's going to be interesting because it's not so much a guy that's like a Hall of Famer, Anthony Mason, because I know he could play inside, outside, has had some handle, had a jump shot, was a little physical, and I want to see how he could play today with the running style there. Number three, number four. Uh, I'm stealing it because he did play in 2000s Reggie Miller. Um, when you can't touch Reggie Miller, he was averaging, what, 20 points a game in his, yeah. most of his career. I think he a- ended up like 17. In the shooting, can you imagine today Dude, how much he would have shot today? You couldn't touch him. And then <laughs> n- number five, I'm going to try to go to a guard, um, John Stockton. Now, I love John Stockton. I think John Stockton's drastically underrated as a basketball player. And I do Jeez. think in today's NBA now, he, he would not like the non-physical play that you can, he would have to play right now. However, his smarts and his quicks yeah. and being able to know what is going to happen before it happens, I think that would frustrate players like Kyrie, like other point guards in the NBA, because he's the one step ahead of them all the time. Garrett, uh, let's start with our NBA little going around the National Basketball Association Going all the way to the other coast from where you currently are right now, you're in New York. We're going to Los Angeles, California. I've been there once. I want to go back. All eyes are going to be on this old man group that has been put together (laughs) in L.A., the Lakers, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, and the other old men that are in the NBA. They have all gravitated to Southern California. Garrett, the Lakers, are you excited to see this old group play together? I'm excited to see how combustible it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Celtics fan, man. I'm ready for that thing to blow up in the first couple games. I, I, I don't put any stock in the preseason. People are like, oh, they went, uh, they went winless in the pre. The preseason is meaningless. It means nothing. Okay, <laughs> football proves that. Basketball proves that. Anything, pro- you know, preseason is preseason. You might get a glimpse of somebody and go, oh, wow, that guy can play. You know, maybe you'll get some time in the season, but I don't put any stop, but I, I expect uh combustion. I, I think there's so many personalities there. I just don't see, uh, you know, I just don't see them melding. Somebody's going to, you know, so, somebody's going to say something and, and it's going to, it's going to leak out into the media. It's going to cause a fire. I just don't see, you know, plus the eight, like you brought up the ages and stuff, the attrition, uh, they're going <laughs> to talk about load management. They're going to be the kings of load management. But how, but the West is so competitive. 
how much load management can you possibly do to stay in the race? There's so many good teams that, yeah, you're going to have to put a lot on these old guys to play 65, 70 games, you know, full, full bore. Can they stay? Can they, and golden state's going to be coming back, I think too, uh, this year stronger. Uh, and so there's other Utah, there's other teams that are going to, you know, there and there's a target on their back. And you know how, you know how in the NBA, when there's a team that has a target on its back, people, people, you remember when, you know, the Warriors were bad, really bad a couple of years ago, every team was wanting to blow them out. And they did by 50, 60 points, we're going to blow them out. And I feel like with the Lakers, that's just how it's going to be. And I just don't trust, I don't trust Westbrook. I don't think he, I, I already, you know, I don't think he men melds well with the, with the guys. I don't, and can Davis stay healthy? Can LeBron stay, which I never thought I would say, but can LeBron stay healthy? Right. He missed quite a bit of time last year. Yeah. Uh, and somebody's going to have to be a leader and it's obviously LeBron's team. And I, can these guys say, yeah, this is, this is your team, LeBron, where you're the leader. Can, can Westbrook do that? We saw what happened with Durant. Now I think LeBron's a better leader than Durant. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, he can, he can elevate guys better than Durant can. Durant's good in a, you know, a team of superstars have we seen, but can, can, can LeBron elevate this group of old guys to a championship yet to be seen? Uh, it's possible, but 82 game season. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at these ages right now, Garrett, for the Lakers, of the ages of, ages of the players, and I'm kind of amazed. I knew they were old. I didn't realize how old they are. Carmelo Anthony, 37. Trevor Ariza, 36. You have Wayne Ellington, who I didn't realize was still in the NBA, is 33. Dwight Howard's 35. LeBron's 36. DeAndre Jordan's 33. You have Rajon Rondo, who's 35. Russell Westbrook, who's 32. I joke and say this is like the old man's team in the NBA, but they're legit old. Ariza, back for the Lakers again. Dwight Howard with the Lakers uh, once again. Russell Westbrook. LeBron needs shooters, and neither Westbrook or Rondo can shoot the ball. I, I don't know how – for what LeBron needs as a basketball player, I don't know how these guys, without really – tearing things down in the season and trying to put them back together via trades. I don't know how they, how they get to be a well-oiled machine or good enough to get into the playoffs and then get good enough to be successful. And they might make the playoffs because they do have talent. I don't know how, how they get out the first round with this team right now. Just a lot of old guys. You're just like picking pieces, not really trying to find players that will fit the chemistry of the team. Yeah. I, I didn't even know they were that <laughs> I didn't know they were that old either. You start naming off these ages. I I my mind slipped on Carmelo. I mean, what's Melo gonna Melo basically is just kind of come off the bench stand and shoot a couple threes. That's pretty much all he can really do at this point. And um, you know, they they had some young guys and they shipped them out of town. You, to me, you kind of need some youth, you need some energy. Uh, who's gonna be the energy guy? Is it Westbrook? Uh, you know, Westbrook's kind of the, you know, never stop, never quit kind of guy. But like you said, he can't shoot. Um, I mean, if he puts up 50 shots a night, yeah, he'll make some of those shots. But he's a volume shooter. He's not but he's not going to he's not going to come in and, and, and shoot five of five, six of six. 
they need somebody like that. Maybe they'll find someone at some point, sign someone throughout the, some somewhere along the way. Maybe one of these rookie guys that they got will surprise us. But like like you said, the ages, I I, I don't see them keeping up with the pace. The pace of the of ball in the West is so fast paced. I just don't see. I just don't see it. I just I. It it reminds me of you know remember when when it was Kobe and Nash and Howard, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know they that was a group of old guys that everybody picked to win the whole thing and they didn't mesh very well and they were old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know. Look at look. I, I think this team is even older. I like to know what the oldest average team of all time is. They're probably up there. Uh, another team that I can think of that was old it was Dallas, but even then, Dirk wasn't that old yet. You know, in, tw- you had in, uh, old in 2010 or 2011? 2011, right? With okay. Jason, Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry. Yeah, yeah. That that's the only t- that's the only time I can think of where it was an older team that's, mm-hmm. you know, went on. But they only won one championship. Is LeBron only trying to win one championship? Or is he trying to ke- catch the ghost in Chicago? Because that's that, that's what I heard. I thought he was trying to catch that ghost in Chicago. And he ain't going to do it when his team is literally a ghost. They are deceased. Well, you got to think <laughs> about it. If you're, if, you're, if you're trying to catch the ghost in Chicago, the ghost was he didn't have any blemishes. He was 6-0. and Now, I'm not a 6-0 and kind of guy. But if you're just trying to get the amount of rings that he has, okay, great. You can get that amount. But there's so many other performances that may not be up to par, that may be up to par, depending on – literally, it's a subjective thing. Depending on who you are, you will view things based off of how you view the basketball and not an unobject- or unsubjective or unbiased – there you go, unbiased way to, to watch things. So you can, he, can chase the, he can chase that ghost. But there are some things that that ghost did that – LeBron might not ever be able to do. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm with you. Not nece- I'm not necessarily saying you have to be six no, because to me, getting there is a big deal. Getting there, some of the and some of those Cleveland teams that he got there with, my God, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they were bad. And yes, he, I'm saying he can. But see, he also. But these were young guys too. He elevated young guys. Can he elevate? A guy like Westbrook, who's already thick-headed and in his own, you know, has been playing a long time. Is West Westbrook has never been good at uh, following the leader, if you will. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the leader, and I'm sorry if you're going to go anywhere. LeBron has to be the leader. That's just the way it has to be. And maybe they had a conversation. Maybe LeBron called him up and said, "Hey, hey, this is my team." And Westbrook said, "Yeah, I'll follow you, man, to the death." But we'll we'll see what happens. Come, well, I I think they're a playoff team. I a championship team. I don't. Know, and it takes time, like you said. It takes time to to melt. If you remember back in the day, we're talking now. We're, I say back in the day, but the early Miami Heat team struggled, mm-hmm. and that was Bosh Wade, young Bosh Wade, LeBron. They struggled early on, and people doubted them. How much is this team going to struggle? And how long is it going to take before people start chirping on the team? How long is it going to take before Westbrook start starts chirping, or uh, you know, before Anthony Davis gets injured? <laughs> I mean, all to all time talent, but he can't stay healthy. Right. So right. How and how much can LeBron? Year nineteen. How much can those legs handle? How much can those knees those knees handle? Father time, people say, is undefeated for a reason. Mm-hmm. 
And LeBron's going to be no different. Now, LeBron is unlike anybody we've ever seen. The amount of – he's played probably more minutes than anybody else if you count playoff minutes, and his ability to stay healthy has been like any other. He takes care of his body unlike any other. Mm-hmm. But eventually, the wear and tear, those tires wear out. <laughs> so – they do, Garrett. Let's go. Now, we're not going to be going, like, geographically staying in one region. We're going to go from L.A. back to a place where you currently live near Brooklyn, New York right now because they're going to be without their starting point guard until he decides or if he decides. If he wants to get vaccinated, great. Then you'll be able to play the basketball. If you don't get vaccinated, great. Since you're going to miss 43 of 82 games and 41 home games plus the two away games in New York, he won't be able to play. At least 43 games, he won't be able to play. The Nets have decided, I think it's a wise business move as a coach, as a as an organization, until you can play all the games, we're not going to have you here. How do you think the Nets are going to handle this without Kyrie Irving, their starting point guard, with them for the foreseeable future? I mean, it's going to drastically affect affect them. Um, as much as I don't, as much as Kyrie Irving might annoy you as a person, and he definitely annoys a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, things he does and says, and his attitude and the way he carries himself. Uh, th- I will say this: he's un- uh, unquestionably himself. He yes. does not change for anybody. No, which you know, <laughs> which can be appreciated to an extent. But uh, you know, you either love him or you hate him. Um, and I, I agree with you as far as an organizational decision. It's a good decision. You know, you can't, you can't treat one guy differently than everybody else. If this was not Kyrie and this was some guy off the bench, they would just say, all right, you don't want to get vaccinated. Well, you're not playing. Well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad they're showing the other players like, Hey, we're going to treat you all the same. And maybe that'll be a rallying point for them. Um, I'm not a Steven, you know, I'm not like a Stephen a type. I've seen his, his rants and ravings, you know, well, he needs to, he needs to get traded. He needs to retire. He needs to quit. You know what? I'm not going to go that far. Uh, it is everybody's own personal decision, but um, if it was me, I'd probably get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. uh, if it was costing me the money, it's going to cost them. Uh, if it's caught, co- if it's going to cost the team, the championship, I'd probably, I'd probably take the vaccine. Um, but, I'm not Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is his own man. Um, so I think it obviously will affect them. But, I mean, they're still, they still are a, are a good team. Mm-hmm. They can still make a run. I still think right now the way Kevin Durant, even the way he played at the end of the year, I mean, if he doesn't, if his long shoes <laughs> don't, uh, if he had shorter shoes, <laughs> Who knows what would I, you know, maybe they would have been the champions. Who knows? Um, So they were that close um, last year. I think Kevin Durant, to me personally, is the best player in the world. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. But people could disagree. They can say it's Giannis and others. But I think they still have the best player in the world. And I think Harden is who Harden is. And um, I think the East, they can still win the East without him. That's just my opinion. Um, but it'll be a lot tougher. Uh, I think eventually Kyrie will come around. That's my opinion. He'll, I think he will come around eventually, but I think he loves the attention. Kyrie loves the spotlight. He, lo- he loves that people are talking about him and 
he loves that he can go on Instagram live and make people mad just doing an inst. I think he loves it. Yeah. Uh, he loved it in Boston. He loved the draw. I think he loves drama. <laughs> he's just somebody to me. He's to me. He's one of the players that he's one of those guys that I think even like in the old NBA, he would, he would survive in the old NBA too, because he just, he loves that drama and that fight and that grit. And I don't know. I, course i i'm you know i'm so bitter about his time in boston but he's definitely a love hate guy for sure he is man and I, I i'm not a big Kyrie fan for numerous reasons and it's not because he said the earth is flat i want to get that out there that was not <laughs> why i still find that very comical i mean you can walk outside you can you can i mean there's so many ways to just without book knowledge you can realize that the earth is not flat it's not flat so, <laughs> Kyrie, i don't know where you got that one but I'm curious about him and his headspace, and I'm curious about Steve Nash as a coach. Yeah. Not think he's going to be a bad. This is, he's going to be a bad coach at all. But these are the situations early in your tenure or early in your career as a head coach that you really get to start and solidify the type of philosophy or philosophies you're going to adopt and move forward with. And so he can, he's not going to have Kyrie. You got to learn on the fly, figure it out, and go. Now I'm going to be watching the Nets, especially early in the season, to see how they are without Kyrie. If Kyrie decides to get vaccinated, how do they look with him? Are they ready for Kyrie to come back and then for him to not play? Because we have seen Kyrie take, was it mental mental health days or whatever you want to call them where he just doesn't play? I don't know, but this is great for Steve Nash. And I am I just want to see the Nets team, first month of the season, how they go, how they progress, how they gel, how they mesh, just to see like how they figure things out without a guy who is an all-star in this league. Yes. And I would ask you this, what do you think as far as if you were to those three guys, Harden, Durant, and Kyrie, I guess you could say if you were to choose to not have one of those three, it would probably be Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because honestly, <laughs> Kyrie is a point guard. James Harden can play with the ball or without the ball. So if you need yeah. a point guard, I'm putting James Harden at a point guard and, and adding a guy 6'4 to 6'6 six, six as my shooting guard in that slot so I can have a ball handler who's left-handed, who nobody can guard, who the refs help him when James Harden commits fouls. <laughs> the refs don't call James Harden for the foul. They call the, de- the defender for the foul. Yeah. And then you have Kevin Durant, who can do just about, just about anything. I mean, like yeah. I said, if his shoes were just a little bit smaller, they would have moved past the Bucks. I mean, that, that's how crazy this whole situation was last year. If it's a half of a size, a little less, <laughs> they'd probably yeah. go past the Bucks, man. And so I would have definitely be comfortable saying Kyrie is the last man out of that group. But when Kyrie's on the court, he can do special things, very special things. Yep, definitely. Um, I mean, with with Harden, you know, his leg kicks and stuff, he gets away with so much. <laughs> he gets away with so much. I, And I think, you know, I will say this. The NBA loves to find a way to get their big market teams through to the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll find a way. <laughs> the Nets will find a way uh, in that East. I, I, I still, with Durant and Harden, and I think that Nash is. I think Nash has been a good coach so far. Uh, I think point point guards typically seem to be good. Seem to do a good job. We you look at Steve Kerr uh, and others. They seem to do a good job coaching, but time will tell. Um, <laughs> uh, so with with the Nets, uh, I could I could see them 
getting getting into that fourth and fifth seed. I don't think they're a top seed, but I, I think they're in the middle. Uh, in the East, in the East, that's that's still not the West. <laughs> uh, if it if they were still if they were in the West, uh, it might be a different story. But in the East, I think they can still make a run. Garrett, there's another man. We're going to stay on the East Coast right now and go down south on the coast to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because there's a point guard, Ben Simmons, who I thought was not going to play. Then I realized he's pulling an Aaron Rodgers. I'm trying to get my way, and once I don't get my way, I'm going to return to the team reluctantly. Ben Simmons has not played and didn't play in a preseason game. Um, I do think he'll be playing for the for the 76ers over the next couple of weeks. Uh, he thought he could do what Aaron Rodgers did. You're not Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, buddy. No matter what nope. you want to call it, um, you're disgruntled. Your play is part of the reason why people are upset with you. But you're not Aaron Rodgers. You're not discount double check. You're not a guy they can play the Chicago Bears and yell at the fans and say, I still own you. 22-5 and five all time against the Bears. That's in the regular season and in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, he does control the Bears. It's really fun and enjoyable to see stuff like that. But Ben Simmons going back to Philadelphia, I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought without them, they are not a playoff team. If he comes back and plays consistently, and let's just say he gets a little bit of confidence with that jump shot that I believe he has, I just think it's a mental space, which is why he is not taking those shots. With him, with this team, the 76ers can be scary. I just don't know if Ben Simmons is going to be a little bit different of a player than what we have already seen. I don't know how he can be. His coach came out and basically, uh, Doc came out and basically ripped him. Um, I don't think anybody in the organization believes in him. I don't think any of the fan. Do you expect him to get a warm reception the first time he takes absolutely, the court? No, absolutely He's not. Getting, but he the, did it to the himself. Fans are brutal. Yeah, he did. He did part of this to himself because saying yeah. you don't want to play with this team anymore, and then you're reporting back to the team It's saying, "Well, this is. I want to make money. I lost eight eight plus million dollars i don't want to lose that amount of money again so i want to come back and play and all of a sudden it's like well i don't want to be here they know i don't want to be here they don't want me here but i'm still on this team because this is where the money is it's a really weird situation man yeah and i just the fans in philly are brutal and i just don't i could see him getting booed and somebody who's already weak mentally goodness gracious the guy tries to the guy puts on his puts on his uh, pants like everybody else gets out there Mm -hmm. and yeah can you imagine that first your first game or first couple games? He takes a jump shot, misses one, misses another, misses another. You're gonna. <laughs> can you imagine what's gonna happen? Those fans are gonna be throwing popcorn at him. I mean, those guys, the fans in Philly are brutal. They boot Santa Claus for goodness sake. What do you think they're gonna do to Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons ain't jo- ain't, ain't a jolly uh, gift giving fat guy. He's <laughs> come on, let's be real. <laughs> This is, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised he's back. Um, you know, maybe he has a good relationship with his teammates. Doesn't seem like he has a good relationship with his coach, with the organization, with the city. And I'm surprised. I, I if I was, if I was Philly, I would have tried to get something for him. You know, I'm, uh, there was a lot of rumors he might go to Golden State. Defensively, he's, you know, he's a top defensive player. There's no doubt about that. He's definitely talented. Uh, he can. He's a good passer of the ball. Um, why, why, you know, people, people try to fit guys into a particular mold. People have kind of finally given up on Giannis being this great shooter and saying, just let him do his thing on the inside. Well, maybe we need to do the same thing with Ben Simmons. 
but he doesn't have to be a shooter. Let's mm. let's lay off of him and see what he can do, develop his game in other ways because he's a top he's a top talent in this league. I mean, was he not a, was he a number one pick? I thought he was a number one pick, wasn't he? Close to it if he wasn't. I don't know exactly, but he was close to it if he wasn't a number number one. I mean, the, you know, he didn't go number you know, almost number one for 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 nothing. Um, but I, I, I it's not going to end well in Philly. It's just not. No. Those fans are they they're fickle, um, and they will turn on you. In a, they will turn on you in an instance. Uh, take the Eagles for example. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, they went a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and now look at them now. I mean, it's just to me, it's just it. it I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be a, a, a situation that's going to end well. And like you said, no, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you're not a quarterback. Quarterback, you you can't win in the league without a quarterback. You can win in the NBA with an average point guard and great players across other positions. Um, you just can't you, you you can't you can't think you're gonna pull an Aaron Rodgers in Philly. It's just not gonna happen. No, no, Garrett. We're gonna go right down from Philadelphia. You're gonna go down to Miami, and they have a, a man by the name of Kyle Lowry. I have always been a Kyle Lowry fan. I do think at times he is kind of annoying. However. When it comes to things defensively and leading a team, I do think Kyle Lowry does not get the respect that he deserves. An old man, I'm looking at him right now. He talking about old guy, old guys in the NBA, 35 years old. I had no idea he was that old right now. But he is the kind of guy at this stage in his career that Pat Riley wants on the team. A guy yeah. that season, he's seen all the basketball. He's won a championship. He knows how to lead a team. Um, he was there with the one and done. Hey, Kyrie, um, Kyrie, Kawhi's coming up here. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Hey, I'm going to stop here for a cup of coffee, get you a ring, and then go to L.A. So he's seen, all, he's seen that thing happen. And then when you have a Heat team that has a lot of talent that was in the finals a couple of years ago, well, the 20, whatever the bubble season was, whenever that year was, I think that Kyle Lowry can be a really big piece to this Miami Heat basketball team. Oh, absolutely. I think he's in a perfect situation. <clears throat> um, organizationally, I think the coach Spolstra, he's going to know what, how to, how to handle him. I think to me, what that, uh, that's what I like about Spolstra. He knows, he knows how to position guys uh, in the right place to make them successful. If you look at those Miami heat championship teams, they just had the, the right guys in the right place. They had yeah. a bad, they had a Chalmers wasn't that great, but yet, on that team, he was in the right position. He made the right plays at the right time. Uh, and, and I think they brought back Haslam again, not to, I don't think to play, but kind of be a, a player coach, if you will. Bro, he's I just, 41 years old. 41 years old. Uh, but you saw him there yelling at the guys in the sideline yeah, last yeah. year. And they brought him back for that purpose, man. He's, he's the guy that's going to get in your face. And that's exactly what what a championship team needs. They need an old maverick, if you will, an old veteran, wily veteran to fire up the troops. Yeah. He ain't going to, he ain't going to drop 10 points, 15 points a game, but you know, he's, he is the, he is the quintessential Miami heat. You know, he's that guy. He's their guy. He's that cornerstone piece. They think by bringing him back, I'm assuming they think that they can make a championship run. That's why mm -hmm. you bring a guy like him. Like, this is his last hurrah. You go, like, we're going to get him a ring. Um, and so, Lowry, 
you know, how much longer is he going to play? Probably a year or two, mm-hmm. you know, probably this is his, la- obviously this is his last stop. You don't go down to Miami. He's going there to retire. <laughs> he's going there to South. He's going on the South beach to, to the warm weather away from Canada, Canada. to the, I mean, you talk about from the North to the South. Oh yeah. This man did it. <laughs> oh yeah. This man did it. Uh, I think he's going to mend very well with, I, I like Butler as a teammate. Okay. I saw the way he rallied around Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Hero, hopefully this year he'll be better. Mm-hmm. Um, if he would stop talking and stop talking about himself like he's you know the next Larry Bird or something. You, you mean you had a good year, okay? You had a good playoff run, okay? But keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And I hope there's somebody, maybe maybe a Lowry, you know, that will kind of put his arm around me and say, hey, man, you're you're ultra talented, but let's focus on the game. Let's fo- let's get to the next level. Let's get to the championship. And uh, I definitely think Miami is definitely one of my teams that I'm looking at. And like you, I am a Kyle Lowry fan. He's somebody when you play against him, he aggravates you to death because he's so good. He's so good in big moments too. And so you know this Miami team is going to be in big moments. And they've got a well-rounded, well-oiled machine there, uh, top to bottom. I think they're one of the most complete teams in the league. So they could definitely make a run. And you add a piece like Lowry, it, it, it might put them into the finals or, or at least the conference finals. Garrett, you mentioned a, an, somebody that may annoy you at times. I forget the exact word you used, uh, but could come up big in big moments. Josh Carter was very, very annoying in school. Now he didn't. I wouldn't say he comes up in big, big and big moments, but that no, dude, man. Front oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh, it's bring... an all-time moment in our life. <laughs> we lost the staff game because of an interception to Mr. Fraunhofer. There, one of the most unathletic individuals I have seen in my life. Josh Carter throws. An interception to and a then pick six, no doubt. Not even that, a pick six. Yeah, people just gave up. People were like how like people were just weren't there. I'm like, what, what's going on? But I think I retired from sports after that. That was <laughs> that was the end. I think I wanted to retire, quit. I'm never touching a football a, a game ever again. The casualty <laughs> of Dave Fraunhofer, Garrett Grandy's athletic career was over because of a pick six. It was over Josh Carter. I was not athletic. That's <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. But Josh Carter was annoying. I got a quick question for you about, about this Heat team. I know I said we're not going to do like the regular predictions. This was not planned, but it just entered my head. Do the Heat make it out of the East and represent the East in the NBA Finals? I think they do. I really do. I don't know why, but <clears throat> I just – I look at their team and I think – I think with the co- – coaching is a big deal to me in the NBA. I think in the NFL – we put way too much stock into coaching, mm-hmm. but in the, mm-hmm. in the NBA, I think it matters even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't give you a, for like an exact reason why I feel that way. It's kind of like a gut thing, but I feel like with the NBA, you need a good coach and Spolster's that guy that I think he's got the pieces. If they could stay healthy, that's true. That's, that's who you talking about. They're kind of like Lakers East, not as old, but definitely old. <laughs> and, but for me, I feel like their personalities and the pieces that they have mend a little bit better than maybe the Lakers. Uh, so I think they definitely can represent the East. They got to get by obviously the Bucks. 
uh, who who destroyed them <laughs> last year uh, in the in the same situation. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I I definitely think Miami could represent the East in the finals. You know, Garrett, I'm on the same path as you as far as the Heat representing the East in the finals. It pains me to say what I'm about to – no, I'll ask us at the end what your championship prediction is going to be. Um, but for what the Heat put me through as a youngster – well, I was in my 20s – when LeBron and the, and the Pacers met in the 2012, 2013, 2014 NBA playoffs – and then he knocked us out. He and him and the Heat knocked us out three years in a row. And then after that, he went to Cleveland. And he every time they met the Pacers in the Heat in the Cavs met in the playoffs, the Pacers could not get past him. It pains yep. me to say this, and i i have I have a weird spot with the Heat. The Heat have kind of taken over. I used to dislike the Knicks. I still dislike them. But now the Heat are the team I dislike in the NBA. I do think the Heat make it out of the East. And I do think it's primarily because. Pat Riley does has a big influence, I believe, on Spolster as a coach, and he kind of yes. helps him see things from a different lens, a different view. I think that combination with Kyle Lowry's experience will help this team get out of the East this season. Garrett, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're not going to talk about this team specifically, but one player in Dallas. Does Luca win the MVP this year? No. no, that was a quicker response than I expected. Why? <laughs> no, I, I, because I just think that there's guys that will impact more than him. Okay. Um, I think it's Kevin Durant's award to win. Okay. Even more so now with Kyrie out. Interesting. I think it's Kevin Durant's award to win. Um, you know, I don't see anybody from the Lakers getting it, even though I thought maybe last year that even more so than LeBron, Anthony Davis was, was close. Uh, that People want to admit that he was more of the MVP of that team for a large stretch uh, of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I lo- I, everybody's saying Luca, everybody. And I, you know, I love me some Luca Doncic, you know, I freak out over Luca. I think he's, I love, I love, I love the European guys. I love what they bring to the table. Um, I just, I, it'll be tough for me to think that there will be an MVP of a team that I don't think is even going to be a top four team in the West. Like I, I could see them being like a five or six seed, but if I was to look back, I don't think there's been an MVP in the league of a team that wasn't like a number one seed or a number two seed, you'd ha- you, your record has to match, you know, where you are as far as uh, your MVP. So can, can he, is he going to point up, put up a lot of points and a lot of stats? Yes. But I don't know. I think it's Kevin Durant's war to win. That's my opinion. Um, what do you, how do you feel? <laughs> I think this could be a year that Luca takes a step forward to win it now i think for the mvp award right now they do want some form of consistency but they also want you to play out out of your world at times i think luca can do it now yeah. i do agree with you that it is kind of kevin durant's award to lose but that's what how I'm healthy saying. how healthy is kevin durant going to be he didn't really he wasn't really healthy last year like i, I thought he was going to be 
Um, James Harden, yeah. how healthy would James Harden be? I don't know. Well, I, I do think Luca has a really good shot to win it. I'll give more of my thoughts about if I think he will around Christmas, but I think he'll be top three, top three in voting at the end of the season. Yeah. Easily, easily potential. I'm, I'm leaning more towards top two. Um, I just wonder how with a team that they have, I think it lead them to be a top four team in the West. I think he wins it. I, cause I, I just don't know if that team is going to be a team that you, that you can believe in to be a top four team, one of the better teams in the West. Right. I don't know. So that's kind of where I am right now. I think top three, top two is, is, is kind of a lock. I just don't know if the team success is going to be there. That's that the voters want for him to be the winner this year. No, exactly. And I, I, that's exactly what I'm saying is that it's hard. It's hard to win MVP when you don't, if you don't get one of those top seats. And so that's the team around him. Can, can he elevate? Now, if he elevates them to a number two or number one seed. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Go get it. But it's, it'll be tough to get it when, when, you know, you, 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 you have to match seed with, with performance. That's so. Garrett, we're going to go to Golden State because they have a guy by the name of Stephen Curry. Real name it is Wardell. That's not many people call him by, but I like to go by uh, factual things on this podcast. And they have Andre Iguodala. Not sure why they brought that man back to the team. He's old. He, he's 37. Get him out of here. You got Draymond Green. You got Clay Thompson. I don't know when Clay Thompson is going to play. I now. I, I no, I gotta say, I have not watched one preseason preseason basketball game. So if it's he's back, I apologize. But I don't know when Clay Thompson's going to play. Um, I know he's been hurt. He's been out for an extended period of time. But with this Warriors basketball team, they had promised last year. They were an average basketball team last year, and I think that they really surprised some people with their play. I wonder if they can be a top six team in the West or maybe a top four team in the West at some point in the season going into the playoffs just because they got the talent. I'm just not sure if they're able to put it together and to be more successful than they were last year. Yeah, I this is he's coming back from some serious from some serious injuries. And people are, you know, crowning them already. Well, you know, the Warriors of Warriors are gonna win the West. They're gonna go all the way. Um, Clay Thompson is an all-time shooter. There's no doubt about it. An all-time talent. Um, I, I'm with you. I, I, I don't. I'm not ready to crown them. Uh, it's kind of like a wait and see. Let's mm -hmm. see how. Let's see how Clay does. You know, give him, give him some time to get back and look what Durant did. I mean, people didn't expect him to perform like this right. after his after his injury. No. Um, what I heard when he got injured was nobody comes back from an injury like this. And maybe we're thinking the same thing with clay, but the way modern medicine, if you will, is and technology and the way that players are able to heal quicker from injuries. Uh, he, he's definitely going to be either the catalyst that puts them over the edge, or he's going to be the one thing that might hold them back. Uh, clay with the warriors. Um, they will be, there's no doubt they're a playoff team, even, you know, even without clay, <clears throat> but with him, if he's even 75% of what he was, you know, that, that could put them in the conversation. 
Uh, I don't know if it puts them over the edge to be a championship team, but it, for me, it's a wait and see. Let's see how he does. Let's see how he gets back into playing shape, into playing form. There's going to be, there's got to be some rust there. Mm-hmm. It hasn't played in what, two years. So I think it's been two years. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe so. I believe it's been two years. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time to not play. That's a long time. Uh, especially for an athlete when you're talking about muscle memory and, and rhythm and, and all these things that you have to develop and it takes time. Um, it'll maybe not this year, but maybe next year they could be a team to look out for. Um, but this year I could see them, you know, being a seven, eight seed. If he, if he outperforms my expectations and yeah, they could definitely be there in the end. Yeah, I'm right there with you as well. Garrett, we're going to go to Los Angeles once again. Should have probably hit this team earlier. Do you think the Clippers are going to do anything in the playoffs, man? Just help me out. No. I don't know. We keep talking about it. What? Do you, help the people out. Do you think that they're going to do anything at all? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't trust. We've. I put my trust in this group now for the last two years. I, you remember when we talked probably two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, they were my finals pick. Well, they disappointed me. And then last year, again, I was like, okay, maybe this is the year they get there and they get to the finals. And then they disappoint me again. So I don't put any stock in this team. Uh, maybe this will be the year they, if I don't put any stock in them, they'll outperform my expectations. But my expectations for them is a playoff team. Yeah. But a championship team. No, I don't, I don't trust this group. I don't, I don't trust Paul George, uh, and 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 I don't trust Kawhi together to to get to the finish line. I just no. don't. I don't either. Yeah, it's really sad to say that, but I thought we would see something there with those two together, with the other pieces that might be there. But I don't think I don't I don't see the formula for success right now. That much success to win a title. No, and it, it's good. to me they're going to be one of the all time coulda shoulda woulda teams like. Oh man, if this had happened, if they had brought in this guy, if you know, such and such, if Kawhi didn't get hurt, you know, all these things. I just I feel like and also with organizationally, there's something with the Clippers organizations, like a curse, if you will. It's 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 they're not the Lakers organization. They're gonna find a way to screw up and, and they're like the mm-hmm. Dallas to me, they're like the Cowboys of the NBA. It's like ultra talented. Lots of money. It's LA. Owner, owner is really into it. You know, lots of money, but they're going to disappoint you. They're going to let you down. They're going to break your heart. And that's to me is so. If you're a Clippers fan out there and you watch this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, I don't believe in you anymore. I put my faith in you two years and not not anymore. I can't put my faith in them again. Not to be disappointed again, Garrett. I got a question for you. We, we've already talked about, sorry if I was away from the mic for a little bit. No, um, we, we talked about the team you think is going to come out of the East. Who's coming out of the West? And then at the same time, tell me who's going to win the NBA championship. I'm going to surprise you with this one. I have Utah Jazz coming out of the West. A team we didn't even talk about. <laughs> yeah, I like Utah. I do. I think... Mitchell is going to get them over the edge. Talented team, good coach team. Uh, 
you know, good, good home court advantage. I mean, awesome game. When I watched them in the playoffs, I'm like, wow, these fans are awesome. You know, in the playoffs, just good home court advantage. Um, I just think this is the year. I think this is the year they come out of the West and shock some people. And, uh, but I'm, I'm still taking Miami to win the whole thing. I actually, I think Miami's going to win the whole thing. I do. I don't know why. Just I, I don't like Miami. I don't, I don't like them at all. I don't like any of their players. I don't like Pat Riley. I just don't like anything about them. But I, as a, as a basketball person, I look at them on paper and I'm like, man, this is the team to me. Veteran leadership, coaching, organization superstar players bringing in the right guys at the right time defensively you have Adebayo uh possible defensive player of the year young guys you got young talent hero others oh we didn't even mention bringing in Oladipo I didn't even mention him um brought him in in two so I I like them on paper I think they can get through the west and who's and I I don't know it'll be a fun series them in Utah It'd be, it'd be interesting, uh, but I, I, I have to go with Miami to win the whole thing. That's my pick. So, Garrett, um, I have been a believer, and this may just be, be my stubbornness. I have been thinking, and this may get me in trouble, that the Denver Nuggets are going to put it together at some point. I know injuries have derailed them. I know in the bubble they had, I think it was a set, like three seven-game series, a two seven-game series back-to-back. Yep. And then they ended up going, they, they end up getting losing due to a seven game series. They had some injuries last season. I do think that this is the year for the Denver Nuggets to make it out of the West. Now, the Jazz kind of scare me. I don't know what you're going to get from the Phoenix Suns. I don't think the Lakers or Clippers are going to be as big of a threat as what some people think. The Warriors nope. don't scare me like I think that they might. So I think there's going to be a couple other teams in the West that may emerge. I do think it's going to be the, Den- the Denver Nuggets. And that and that coming out loud kind of scares me because I just you know, I, I don't I don't know if they're going to stay healthy I don't so I'm, yeah. I'm making, nope. taking a big gamble in a guessing game but I'm going Denver Nuggets to come out of the West and then the Miami Heat to come out of the East I think the Heat are going to win it as well um, I think Kyle Lowry's leadership is going to be a big piece for what Jimmy Butler need, needs as a basketball player and a guy yeah. who has made big shots previously so it's not going to be all on Jimmy Butler's hands or shoulders to facilitate at times in crunch time I think he can just leave that to Kyle Lowry and not saying Jimmy Butler is like a phenomenal like a great facilitator or someone that's going to be your point guard but there are times late in games where Jimmy Butler does have the ball and you know he's not passing the ball because who's going to pass the ball to he has guys out there he can pass it to but his mindset is put the ball in the basket and I can do that I do think it's going to be the Miami Heat that are going to be the ones to win the NBA championship this year I am leaning towards the Jazz. I was really impressed with them last year. I was impressed with the Suns. I just, I think this is a year that the Nuggets are the ones to, to do it. I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, we're almost, we're close on our predictions there. We both said Miami. So now they're destined to lose because we both picked them. <laughs> Seems like our predictions don't tend to go so well. But uh, yeah. Uh, I, I like, I agree with you. Obviously my agree with you, Miami and Hey, Denver, if they can stay healthy. Yeah. Why not? You know, you got the MVP and uh, Murray and man, I mean, just a team that another team that just seems to just kind of break your heart, right? Mm-hmm. The last, 
Uh, but they went on that surprising run and maybe they'll go on another surprising run, surprise us and get there. I love to see, I would love to see a, a Denver Nuggets win the whole thing or, or, you know, so, somebody different, if you will, uh, an, an up and coming team, a young, a younger team, because it's still a very young team. So they'll be around at least for another five years, you know, with, with the core that they have built, but can Murray stay healthy? And if he can, then yeah, that, there's no doubt they could get there. Absolutely. Gary, do you have any last comments about the NBA season, which tips off very, very soon? I'm, not, I'm excited to see the NBA back a couple games on TNT on Tuesday evening. What are some last thoughts, if any, about this upcoming NBA season? I'm, you know, obviously with my Celtics, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do uh, with the new coach. Um, and as far as, you know, as far as the NBA season goes, it'll be interesting to see what happens early on. I think we're going to see some teams that are going to put some distance uh, with themselves and others. I think the Lakers are going to really struggle early on and people will begin to doubt them and people will begin to talk. And I think uh, you'll, you'll see that early on, um, but they'll figure some things out and get, they'll get to the play. I don't, I don't think LeBron's going to miss the playoffs at his age and, and what he can do as a leader. Uh, but it should be an excellent season. Um, looking forward to actually, you know, a lot of these buildings are going to have fans back in there, full strength fans. So that'll be, that'll be good because, teams that typically have good home court advantage will actually have their home court advantage back. And that'll be actually a play again. That'll be in play again. Uh, whereas it hasn't been in the last few years. Um, Kyrie, I actually expect Kyrie is going to get vaccinated pretty quickly because he's going to feel the pressure. Uh, I think it'll take a month or two, but I think we'll see him back. And I think Brooklyn will be a team that goes on a run. Um, but, but again, it's going to be a great season. And uh, looking forward to it. I am too. I'm excited to see the fans. I'm excited to see the different players, the new faces or the faces in new places. And I'm just excited to see just basketball, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the NFL season. Garrett will be back on the podcast to talk about the NFL very, very soon. College football, so many things going on, intriguing details and um, different storylines there. But the NBA, man, as you know, I'm an Indiana kid. Basketball is always special. And I'm yeah. going to go to a few Pacers games this year. Didn't go to any last year. I'm going to go to some this year. If they break my heart, if I am there <laughs> doing a last-second collapse, I may lose my mind. I have kind of gotten away from loving the Pacers as much as I used to, but I'm slowly gravitating towards the old way that I used to love them. If they hurt my heart, Garrett, you and I might have to come on the podcast and you may have to help me grieve over a yes. devastating loss at the, that the Pacers <laughs> suffered this season. <laughs> no, I, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do. I mean, it's, it's going to take some time for them to rebuild, um, but they're, they're going to, they're going to get there. It's an organization that I believe in with Indiana. So have some, have some faith, my friend, they'll get, they'll get there again. It'll take a little bit of time, but they'll get there. I like it. I like it a lot, guys. Garrett Grandy will be back here very, very soon doing some more NFL stuff, college basketball stuff, um, NBA stuff. Just Garrett, whenever Garrett's here, we're going around whatever sport we're talking about and talking about that. just that. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. And this is a place to be every Monday or Tuesday early in the week, recapping the weekend, hitting topics about one particular sport, and, well, Having fun with guys like Garrett Grandy, where we talk sports in the sports that we love.